Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas, a wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. Howdy, folks. This is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. On this week's show, we'll be featuring the lovely voice and fine musicianship of our own Pam Setzer, who's been making music around here since she was a little girl. Keeper of the Vault, Mark Jones, has found an old recording of another local gal who gained fame as one of America's greatest ballad singers, and guest host Aubrey Atwater waxes poetic in her discussion about songs of undying love. All that this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. I first heard Pam Setzer singing with her mom and dad as the Simmons family at the 1973 Ozark Folk Festival. Even though she wasn't even a teenager yet, she had a fine, strong voice and certainly wasn't afraid to get up on a stage and entertain a big crowd of people. Over 40 years later, she's still at it, and her singing is better than ever. Listen to this first set, and you'll be a believer. I've traveled across this countrywide, seeking fortune fair. Up and cross the beast coast lines, I've traveled everywhere. From Portland east to Portland west, east along the line. I'm going now to the place best, that old home place of mine. Eight more miles to Louisville will come into my view. Eight more miles to this old road, I'll never more be blue. I knew someday that I'd come back, I knew it from the start. Eight more miles to Louisville, the hometown of my heart.
Oh, well, I was a little older than okay. that, Darren, right. okay. but I, actually I was a teenager. Okay. I was 13 when wow. the park opened, and, of course, I started playing at age five at the Hootenanny at the Court Square. So I played in Mountain View all those years, but started playing in 73, and actually I've never missed a season playing at the Ozark Folk Center. Wow. That's amazing. It is. That's it's a long time. Absolutely amazing. You know, I was fortunate. I grew up, my parents played, my mom taught me how to play, and we played as a family for years. And, you know, and, and music, you know, can play such an important part in your life. It has for me. It's provided so many opportunities. We didn't have money, you know, to take trips, but I got to go on trips because of our music. And I got to see places and, and experience things, which was educational for me to be out of Stone County. Well, the very first trip, I was nine years old, and there was a group of us that went to Washington, D.C. to represent Arkansas. Of course, Mom and Dad, Percy and Ida Copeland, and Seth Mize, gosh, there was a whole group, and I think the Copeland kids went also that time, but, you know, we were there for a whole week. We, we stayed in a, a dormitory at some college, I don't remember. And uh, we played on the mall there. That's where this festival was. And there were there were people out of Little Rock that came. The Loving Sisters were there. Um, 
And also the Carters, uh, Maybell and Sarah were there. Doc Watson was there. And so as a nine-year-old, I got to meet all those people then. And, and I knew who they were, and that was, that was really a big, big thing. I mean, I've never forgotten those experiences. And, and going to see all of the historical stuff there, and it was educational because I saw things that you didn't see in Stone County. So music, not only do I love it, but it's been a wonderful uh, outlet for me. There's going to be a hoedown, a real old-fashioned hoedown, down at the foot of the mountain. There's going to be some singing and lots of fancy swinging. kind of start we we moved here when I was two years old and we moved here because my dad was going to run an auto parts store in town and so my dad was already playing guitar just early you know playing guitar um and so he would invite he got connected to a few in town Dean Hinesley for one and Buddy and Mike Hill and and they would every Thursday night play music in the back of the parts store. That become a rec- became a regular thing. And uh, so that kind of got my dad more involved in the music. And my mom had grown up singing some in church, and she could play piano some. But she got an auto harp, and then she started playing. And, and I started at five 
I don't really remember why. I just, I guess I've always had a love for it and a want to do it. So at five, I started singing. Hello there, stranger. How do you do? There's something I want to say to you. Don't be surprised. You recognize. I'm no detective, but I just surmise. Well, that you're from the place where I used to be. Your smiling face seems to say to me, you're from my homeland, my sunny homeland. Now tell me, can it be that you're from Dixie? I said from Dixie, where the fields of cotton beckon to me. I'm glad to see you. Tell me how be you. My mom, she got a mountain dulcimer. She saw a mountain dulcimer, and she wanted one. And so she approached a, a carpenter, made her first mountain dulcimer, and it's kind of crude. The action was very high on the strings, but she played that. And so then she met Lynn McSpadden and got a McSpadden dulcimer, and that's where she started to teach me. She taught me the auto harp, and then... When she got a dulcimer, I became interested in that. 
And so then I got a dulcimer, which was right-handed, which I could not play because I'm backwards. I'm left-handed. And so Lynn McSpadden, he said, well, let me try to reverse the strings, which he did. And then I started playing. So mom pretty much taught me the instruments. But, of course, dad, he was, he, he was I guess, played a supportive role. In these hills I was born I thought I'd never roam But times got hard And I had to go away How I miss the folks at home And feel so all alone But in my heart I'm going back someday How I love these Ozark hills I close my eyes to see the valley Sometimes we'd work so hard for little pay It's hard to find peace of mind Just to make it through each day But in my heart I'm going back to stay How I love these Ozark hills I close my eyes to see the valleys and the fields Though I'm far away You've been listening to Mountain View, Arkansas musician Pam Setzer. She started that set with Grandpa Jones' classic, Eight More Miles to Louisville, followed by Pam playing the mountain dulcimer on a tune she wrote called Crooked Ridge, followed by Down at the Foot of the Mountain, Are You From Dixie, and a song written by her friend Ron Wall, Ozark Hills. After this break, I hope you'll come with me down to the vault for my weekly visit with good old Mark Jones. This is Ozark Highlands Radio.
Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Well, let's come to my favorite part of the show, where I get to go down to the vault for a visit with my old buddy, Mark Jones. Mark and I have been palling around for many years now, and he's the lucky guy who gets to take care of all of our recordings that we've made over the last 40-some-odd years here at the Ozark Folk Center. Let's go down and see him. Hey, Mark, how you doing? I'm doing good, Dave. Glad you're down here. Well, that's nice to be down here. It's always interesting to come down and visit you. You know, you told me earlier you're going to pick some music out for this week's show. What'd you find? Well, you know, this is a recording by a lady that was around here for a long time. And she influenced a lot of people singing old-time ballads and stuff like that. Her name is Almeda Riddle. Almeda, that's right. She was a... Played here or sang here for a long time, an a cappella singer. She didn't play music, she just sang. And she knew a raft of old ballads, mostly ballads that came to this country from the British Isles, and uh, was very important with that, as I recall. You know, she played at the Newport Folk Festival when Bob Dylan debuted there. Almeida was there as well. I didn't I didn't realize that. That was back in the days of the folk scare, when folk music was all of a sudden really popular. And Almeida was a one-of-a-kind, really. She knew hundreds of ancient ballads and could sing them all. What would get me? She'd just throw her hands out and sing just right from her gut and her heart. And That's right. She kept that rhythm with her hands yeah. back and forth, back and forth as she sang. Back and forth. Yeah. So what have you got there for us? Well, it's a, an old tune called Pretty Uh Uh-huh. Well, like all those ballads, it probably has some tragedy involved in it, huh? I'm sure it does. (laughs) Well, let's listen to it. All right. As I walked into Glasgow town, now my Highland troops were up for me, and the bonniest lad in all Scotland, they called her Pretty Peggy O. Oh, I would give my fine black stud and give my good gray naggy Were I three hundred miles to the north and none with me but my peggy Up then spake her father dear, and oh, he spake in sorrow. Well, you might steal my cow or yo, but you dare not steal my peg, yo. Then up spake her mother dear, and she too spoke in sorrow. And it's after I brought you up thus well, and you'd go with a highland fellow. He put her on his fine black steed, himself on the good gray naggio. And it's over the hills and the vales they lope, and he's off with his pretty little peggio. Then up then spake her father dear, and oh, he spake in sorrow. It's the loveliest lass in all Scotland, and she's gone with a Highland fellow. Then up spoke the lowland lass, and oh, she spoke with sorrow. My mother's gonna weep. 
bitterly when she misses me on the morrow. At last then spake the highland lad, and he spoke not with sorrow. Can ye not see yon nine score kind all among the sheep so shaggy? They are mine, they will soon be thine, and I love you, my Peggy. Can ye not see yon fine white house among the trees so shady? I am the Earl of the Isle of Lyon, you shall be my lady. And in my house are feather beds, so why should your mother sorry? You will be my bonny, bonny bride when she misses you on the morrow. I don't think I've done that song since I recorded it about three years ago. <laughs> it's a messy job, but thank you. Oh, good to hear old Almeida singing again after all these years. You know, she was born in uh, 1898 and passed away in 1986, and she sang wow. here at the Folk Center really pretty much up close up to the end of her life. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, we listen to those old ballads, and they seem kind of dreary, and you got to remember that those ballads came from a time when if you wanted to hear music, you had to hear someone singing, and if you wanted to hear the news, you'd have to hear it from somebody and so this was a way of passing these stories on by the oral tradition, and uh, what a wonderful uh, thing. True. She passed many of many stories. She did. There. In fact, Alan Lomax recorded her when he traveled through, recording uh, music all across this country. Oh, that's, that's great. I'm yes. glad it's here so we can enjoy it. Well, thanks a lot, Mark. Good to hear Almeida again, and good to see you. Good to see you, Dave. This week's featured musician, Pam Setzer, has played at many venues, including the Louisiana Hayride, Hee Haw, the Ralph Emery Show, the Tonight Show, and You Can Be a Star. Not to mention playing in Washington, D.C. for President Bill Clinton and winning third place in the National Wrangler Country Showdown at the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. As you heard earlier, Pam knows her way around the fretboard of a mountain dulcimer. Here she is playing Little Liza Jane.
I mean, as far as, and we started singing as a family, the Simmons family. And we traveled a lot of places We to promote Arkansas and the Folk, uh, Folk Center once it was here. And um, we also entertained a lot in our home, you know, too. But so I would say mom was more the influence as far as my instrument playing. And, uh, but they were both always very supportive. They always encouraged me and said, you know, you, you've got a good voice and you can play these instruments, but they never, um, said like, you're the best there is. And you're the, you know, I mean, they were realistic that they were very even in that, you know, and, we had a lot of wonderful times. You know, not many not many kids get to spend that much time and have that kind of relationship with their mom and dad. So from from the age five till I was twenty one, we traveled and played as the Simmons family all those years. Nothing to do but sit around and sing. Rock by myself. say I'm always ready for a potluck you know you've got your spoons and you can eat 
Uh, and, you know, I say, you know, they're never out of tune. You never break a string. Uh, so they're just a real easy instrument. And if I don't include one in whatever I do, people are like, why didn't you play the spoons? It's very unique. And I started when I was about 16. I actually uh, drove my mom crazy because I would clack, clack, clack to any kind of music around the house. She was so glad when I finally got to where I could hold them and I wouldn't be slinging them in the floor. And, you know, so uh, I had a very patient mother and are and great on some songs. They are not needed on every song, no doubt. And, you know, it's like in a show, if you can just put a tune or two and give that little pop of that, it's plenty and it's good. But uh, people would get tired of it if they heard that clacking all the time. Choose your friends for their power. Sell your love for their gold. It seems like a sign of the times. But some folks remember what neighbors are for. And some of them are neighbors of mine. Building cities of steel, building highways of stone. We forgot what this good earth is for. But somewhere there is land that's still held in God's hand. And some of it lies near my door. I have lived among some good and gentle hear some of those old songs I still do a lot of them that I did when I was nine and all growing up but then you hear new stuff that's and some of that too you know you think back in 73 I mean now you can pull your phone up and your computer up and you can do so much research that I think then there was probably this little catalog of songs that a lot of people just passed on to generation to generation and uh, now there's so much broader. I mean, you can look up and learn so many songs that you couldn't have found back then. Now, I will say, um, Ollie Gilbert, who Ollie Gilbert was um, 
she sang a lot a cappella and sometimes played her banjo, but we used to travel to shows and, and Aunt Ollie had all of her songs written on a roll of uh, adding machine. And I would sit by her as a little girl and, and I would look on there and I would say, sing this song to me. She could do it. She knew all of those. And, and there was, it was a big role, you know. So I still think, though, there was a, back in that day, a lot of it was passed on from generation to generation. More good tunes from our own Pam Setzer. We heard Little Liza Jane, Sarah Jane, then Neighbors, a song written about her family by songwriter Charlie Sandage, and finally one of Pam's most requested songs, Watermelon Hanging on the Vine. There's more of Pam's fine singing to come, but after this short break, Aubrey Atwater will discuss one of the most beautiful love songs ever written. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio.
Our friend Aubrey Atwater is a renowned traditional folk musician, writer, and step dancer. She's here today to tell us about a beautiful and haunting love song. Here's Aubrey. My love is like a red, red rose that's newly sprung. love you till the rocks melt in the sun, till the icy seas burn, till the blackest crow turns to white, for your beauty has conquered me. In Celtic and American folk music, there's a special swath of songs where the narrator is professing undying love, saying that only the impossible can happen before that love wanes or proves to be false. In this group of songs, including A Roving on a Winter's Night, One I Love, I've Been a Foreign Lander, The Blackest Crow, Ten Thousand Miles, Turtle Dove, and The True Lover's Farewell, these metaphors and floating verses appear and reappear, showing all these songs to be related to an ancient source, Scottish poet Robert Burns's 1794 song, My Love is Like a Red, Red Rose which was derived from even older traditional sources. You just heard a variant sung by Eva Cassidy in the 1990s. My first introduction to one of these songs, Fare Thee Well, My Own True Love, was from Irish singer Mary Black in 1984. Fare thee well, my own I would later hear the same song sung by English singers Nick Jones and June Tabor, as well as American popular singer Mary Chapin Carpenter, who sang it in the movie soundtrack for Fly Away Home. The song variants have appeared in old-time American folk music as well, such as A Roving on a Winter's Night, performed by Doc Watson from Deep Gap, North Carolina. I love you till the sea runs dry and the rocks all melt in the sun I love you till the day I die Though you will never be my own The Max Hunter Song Collection is an archive of almost 1,600 Ozark Mountain folk songs recorded between 1956 and 1976. Here is a sample of The Blackest Crow, sung by Fleecy and Benson Fox of Leslie, Arkansas, in 1972. The Blackest Crow is also known as My Dearest Dear, As Time Draws Near, and The True Lover's Farewell. The Blackest Crow, my dearest dear, it soon shall turn to to you bright day shall 
And here I am with my husband, Elwood Donnelly, singing The Blackest Crow in 2003 after hearing it at a folk festival near Buffalo, New York. The blackest crow that ever flew would surely turn to white if She wrote One I Love by borrowing images from a song she remembered faintly from her youth. Here is a sample sung by Sally Rogers in K. Adams, seventh-generation ballad singer from Madison County, North Carolina, sings The True Lover's Farewell, which she learned from her cousin, Cass Wallen. So deep in love am I I'll love you till the seas run dry And the blackest crow turns white I'll love you as time sands Finally, I've Been a Foreign Lander was sung during the wedding festivities of Jean Ritchie's parents, Bayless and Abigail Ritchie, in eastern Kentucky in 1895. Here is a variant recorded by the Atwater Donnelly Trio in 2012. If I should build a ship, my love, without the wood of tree, that ship would Thanks, Aubrey. Let's finish up this week's show with some more songs from Pam Setzer. Most often when you see Pam perform here at the Ozark Folk Center State Park, she's with her band, Leatherwoods, which was started years ago by her mother, Jean Jennings. Leatherwoods includes Pam on guitar and dulcimer, Teresa Johns on bass, Danny Dozier on guitar, and Roger Fountain playing fiddle. Here they are with a good old song, When the Wagon Was New. There he is, okay. Uh, This is a great song called When the Wagon Was New. wagon that's left to run away one we used to ride in back in the good old days people all loved their neighbor everybody was so free riding a brand new wagon was something to see i 
can see my daddy riding up in the wagon seat. Mama in her new sunbonnet, she looks so nice and neat. Children all in the wagon, grandma and grandpa too. Oh, we used to go to church on Sunday when the wagon was new. Red wheels were on the wagon and the body it was green. We were just as happy as riding in a limousine. People would come from miles around from on the mountainside. Take a look at the brand new wagon and all take a ride. I can see my daddy riding up in the wagon seat. Mama and her new son Neat. Children all in the wagon, Grandma and Grandpa too. Oh, we used to go to church on Sunday when the wagon was new. Well, the automobile is here now, and the wagon days are through. Airplanes are humming, good neighbors are so all in a hurry and it's money that gets us through we didn't need much money when the wagon was new i can see my daddy riding up in the wagon seat mama in her new sunbonnet she looks so nice and neat children all in the wagon grandma and grandpa too Oh, we used to go to church on Sunday when the wagon was new. Well, I love Mountain View. I love, I mean, I love to go other places, but there's no place like Mountain View. I mean, it's people love each other and take care of each other, and I love the Folk Center. I actually, when I was 21, I did move to Hot Springs for three summers. I was still here part of the time, but I was in a show there. I did music totally for about three years, and um, and that was fun. I almost moved to Nashville a time or two. I had some contacts there, and then I ended up getting married. And, and I always said when I had children, I would just balance my music all I could because I didn't want to have them have that life of being on the road. I wanted them to have a normal life and have a normal mom. And, you know, that was my priority. So I kind of put my music on the back burner. And I mean, I did music all I could. But um, and so now my children are raised. And so now I can focus a little more on my music, which is is great. Uh, this is called The Airship. Once loved a sailor, once a sailor loved me. He was not a sailor who sailed o'er the wild flowing sea. He owned an airship and could sail like a bird on a wing. And about sunset he would fly to my window and 
and seen Oh, come take a trip in my airship Come take a trip to the stars Come take a trip out to Venus Come let us sail into Mars No one will see why we're kissing No one will see why we spoon Come take a trip in my airship And we'll visit the man in the moon Like I said, the, the thing with Nashville, I mean, my parents said, you know, if you want to do it, you know, you can do it. You just have to decide that's what you want. And, you know, I don't regret my decision because I've had a great life of both with my family and, and with my music. And, and I've still got some years ahead. So you could still always go to Nashville. I could. <laughs> I've, be, I've been there <laughs> I, and I might go visit again. I, that's probably all I'll do. But, uh, you know, there's and I'll say this. A lot of that has changed as far as for singers and musicians. Used to, there was not much opportunity after you got a certain age. You know, it was kind of like, yeah, you're done. But now there's so many different levels of playing of, you know, there are these Carrie Underwoods, but there's also, well, some of the groups you have in that they have a following, but they're not that big, but yet they're making a good living playing music. So there's there's different levels, and uh, so I, you know I'm hoping to do a lot lot more music. 
tree, the rabbit grows a cherries. More we hug and kiss the girls, more than want to marry. Fly around, my pretty little miss. Fly around, my daisy. Fly around, my pretty little miss. You almost drive me crazy. The river flows with brandy If I had my pretty little miss I'd feed her sugar candy Fly around my pretty little miss Fly around my daisy Fly around my pretty little miss You almost drive me crazy How about giving that spoon player a hand? Yeah! Get some weevilly weed, I'm gonna get some barley, gonna get some weevilly weed and bake a cake for Victor. Fly around my pretty little miss, fly around my daisy, fly around my pretty little miss, you almost drive me crazy. Fly around my pretty little miss, fly around my daisy, fly around my pretty little miss, you almost drive me crazy. How about spoon speed? Pam Setzer and Leatherwoods, with Pam singing When the Wagon Was New, Airship, and Fly Around My Pretty Little Miss. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. I'll be back next week with more good music and folklore from the Ozark Mountains. Until then, this is Dave Smith. See you next week. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from the Committee of 100, proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. Arkansas State Parks, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. And by Stone Bank, with deep roots in Mountain View and a deep respect for those who preserve our heritage. More information about what it means to bank Boulder is at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar.